Um, we had a hell of a game in Oxford on Saturday uh, between Ole Miss and Alabama, and now Ole Miss has to. Um, I mean, you know, they got up for that game, laid it all on the line, all that. Now they've got to go on the road and get up again. They're better than Arkansas, uh, and that's fine. But that doesn't mean you're going to win on Saturdays in college football. Night game, Arkansas, Fayetteville. It's uh, even though they're kind of in disarray. It's an extremely difficult place to uh, to play and win. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in David Johnson, Rebels 247, 247 Sports, Ole Miss. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. David Johnson, good morning. I want to talk about Lane Kiffin and his emotion during the game and then his emotion after the game, especially letting everybody know that uh, – he didn't care about how many rushing yards they had or if they covered the spread. It was about beating Alabama, not coming close. Yeah, good morning, Bo. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, what you saw from Lane in the postgame presser, it was raw frustration. I mean, obviously they wanted to beat Alabama. They needed to beat Alabama. And, uh, you know, I think you're exactly right. They put forth their best foot in an attempt to beat Alabama. It didn't work out. So, you know, I don't think he necessarily got nippy with the reporters afterwards. He simply just said what was on his mind. You know, hey, we didn't win. We're here to win. I'm paraphrasing. But, you know, the bottom line is winning. I don't care about records. I want to win games. And, you know, I don't think you can hold that against him. Not not at all in a situation like that. Ole Miss still uh, playing at the time for a chance to win the West, go to Atlanta, and, um, you know, football's an emotional game, and coaches get emotional just like players do and just like the fans do. When you, you know, they were close, uh, they played really well for the most part, and uh, they're up 17-7 to at one point during the game, as you know, David, and could have been 20-7. to uh, how yeah. how difficult will it be? So, I mean, look, the, the kids got up for that game, okay? They laid it all on the line. We we know that, that, well, you know, because your son played college football. Kids can only get up about maybe three to four times a year and play, like, really, really well. How difficult will it be to kind of match that intensity level and that focus this week again as you go on the road to Arkansas? You know, the Arkansas game is weird in a lot of ways. Number one, Ole Miss hardly ever plays good in Fayetteville. And as you mentioned, it's a very difficult place to play. It's also the middle of November, and it's a night game. And they're forecasting temperatures in the mid to low 20s over there Saturday night, which, you know, I don't care what anybody says, mind over matter or what, it's harder to catch a football, to throw a football, to kick a football when it's cold like that. So, you know, I don't know how much that's going to affect them from the mental part of it, though. I don't expect it just because Lane's been here three years now, and since he walked through the door, he has preached a pro mindset, and I think it has really filtered into his players. And, you know, they've got a job to do. They've got a game to do. One game has nothing to do with the next game. And I think that's how they're looking at it. I think they'll go over there 
and they'll play to the best of their ability and not get caught up in the emotion because, let's be honest, really, you know, Arkansas is playing to get bowl eligible. Ole Miss is just playing for bowl pecking order. And there's not a lot on the line, so to speak, in, in regards to conference titles or college football playoffs. All that's out the window. So I think you're going to see Ole Miss just go over there and handle their business. I think uh, this team's very good at doing that. They've uh, they've really done it nine out of the ten games they've played this year, other than the LSU game. And, uh, you know, I don't expect any fall-off in effort at all. Okay. Uh, so, but, but also, this team, I'm sorry, the fans are sitting there thinking, you know, it, if you lose this game, they'll be crushed because, you know, you will fall. Even if you beat Mississippi State, you will fall in the bowl pecking order. And they know they're better, but like you said, playing up there on the road is very difficult. Don't you think the, the fan base will be crushed if they lose? Yeah, of course. Fans are going to gonna react like fans do. But, you know, really and truly, as, as long as they win one out of the next two – I think they're pretty much set in their bowl pecking order at at number five. Um, You know, obviously behind Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, and LSU. But I think Ole Miss pretty much uh, is going to be that fifth bowl team out of the SEC. Um, You know, whether they they go 2-0 or 1-1 over the next two games, um, obviously you want to go 2-0, you want to win 10 again and have a chance to win 11. So, you know, that's kind of what they're looking for um, over there Saturday night. Now, of course, there's a bigger distraction going on right now, and I'm sure you're going to get to that asking me about that too. Okay. Tell me what you think on the rumors <clears throat> swirling around Lane Kiffin to the NFL, to Auburn, and there could be another, you know, program or two open up in the next uh, week and a half, two weeks, David? Yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> who knows? I mean, I mean, you know Jimmy Sexton is doing Jimmy Sexton things behind the scenes. There's no doubt about it. That's his job. He ought to be doing it. And um, for Ole Miss fans, as long as Lane Kiffin is your head coach, you're going to go through this every November and December, period. Um you know, and in a way, it's an enviable position that other people want your coach, respect what he's done here, but I also get the grueling part of it, you know, not knowing, you know. Um, but as far as what I know right now, look, we know Auburn and Lane have mutual interests, and that's pretty much the extent of it. I think that's all anybody not named John Cohen really knows right now. There's a lot of guessing going on. And uh, I will say this, though, it's going to happen fast, whatever happens, because I think Auburn names its head coach the day of the Iron Bowl, which is uh, a week from Saturday. So, you know, I don't think there's going to be a lot of waiting. The transfer portal and the date set on it now, it doesn't allow you to wait. And if you're not in the portal, you're going to get whooped. So. You know, everybody is in hyper mode. I'm sure Keith Carter is doing everything he can do at Ole Miss to prepare a great package for Lane to continue on here. 
But at the same time, you got to know Keith has a list. And, uh, you know, he's going to be ready either way. Yeah. And that's all I could tell Ole Miss fans to do. Be ready either way. So are you thinking Coach Prime to Ole Miss if if Lane Train leaves? No, that that's not going to happen. I mean, you know, mad respect for Dion and what he's done at Jackson State. But, uh, you know, and I read something the other day about this. But, look, he's winning big in the worst FCS conference in America. I, I, I mean, I, and I, I mean that very respectful, but, you know, that that's just the truth. And, you know, I don't know that these bigger institutions would be ready, whether it's Ole Miss, whether it's Auburn, or anybody else that opens up, um, to bring Dion in right now at this young point of his coaching career. Okay, I, I see where you're going there. We're visiting with David Johnson, uh, Ole Miss dot two four seven sports dot com. David joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Here's what I'm picking up. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. You wouldn't be surprised either way, from what I gather. You wouldn't be surprised if he left, and you wouldn't be surprised if he declined the offer. Is that kind of where you yeah. are, David? Yeah, that's where I'm at, Bo, just because, I mean, I don't know. You hear things, but you don't know for sure what's going on behind the scenes. So, you know, and I do know this. This Auburn stuff has been going on better than two weeks now, and Wayne Kiffin has not stood up and put and into it. So it makes you think he's listening. So, you know, no, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. Interesting. The guy's done an unbelievable job. I mean, it's just remarkable. In, uh... Oh, yeah. When you, when you look at things, how much is Ole Miss going to lose if they lose Lane Kiffin? I, I, I mean, he's I mean, been incredible. incredible. David? It, it's unbelievable. I mean, so, you know, I will say this, though. I know Keith Carter. I know Dr. Boyce. They're going to put Ole Miss's best foot forward in their effort to keep Lane in Oxford. I don't think any Ole Miss fan out there can have any concerns about that. They're going to do everything they can. All right. Uh, If K.J. Jefferson plays, I I think Arkansas has a shot. I still think Ole Miss, you know, again, better team. Better QB, better offensive system. Their DC has done very well. Partridge has done very well this year. Um, if KJ doesn't play, I don't really think the Razorbacks have a shot. How do you see it, David Johnson? Well, I think they've got a really good defense. It's going to be a cold-weather game. Probably going to be lower scoring than it would be if you were playing in 80-degree Oxford, Mississippi. Um and I think their defense showed they can keep them in a game regardless of what their quarterback situation is last week when, you know, they played LSU to a 13-10 final. So, you know, I, I, I do agree with you. I think K.J. gives opportunity more opportunity to Arkansas. But I, I really don't think he would necessarily be the difference maker. That Arkansas defense, very disciplined. Oh, Barry Odom's they awesome. They fill the gap. Yeah. They gain tackle. Um, you know, it, this is not going to be an easy game for Ole Miss, but if they go over there and they play their game, they'll leave Fayetteville with a victory. Do you think that Lane K- 
Kiffin will have to, I, when I say change his outfit, adjust a little bit for the weather this weekend? I don't think he will from a personnel standpoint or a schematic standpoint. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Lane in a Joe Namath fur coat or something. He doesn't do well in the cold weather. But, no, as far as his kids go, no, I expect to see those linemen, you know, sleeveless out there, no undershirts on, playing ball. And, um, you know, in Lane Kiffin's offense, you're supposed to catch the football when it's thrown to you. 25 degrees makes no difference. Okay. David Johnson, OleMiss.247Sports.com. They're all over everything. What the team's doing now, as much information as they can get on, you know, some of the rumors with Lane Kiffin. And I think David's right on John Cohen. Just uh, Cohen, Strickland, Byrne, that whole crew believes in making hires super quick, super fast, expediting the process with, regardless of sport. So that thing could move. It may not be Saturday like David said. It may be, but it could. I would not be surprised if they name somebody, you know, on on Sunday. We'll see how bogged down Cohen gets with the interview process. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. David Johnson on the Yingling Lager guest line. So, David, uh, how is Zach Evans? What what is what is the latest? What are you expecting from or not expecting from him Saturday night in Fayetteville? Well, you know, he left the Alabama game with a concussion. Lane does not talk about injuries, but he said Monday that uh, he didn't know anything any further, Um, which, you know, we'll talk to him today at lunch, but that's all he's going to say. And, you know, he's really got a tight clamp on stuff leaking out of that program. Um, A lot of people thought Michael Trigg was going to play last week. That didn't happen. Um, You know, so – I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, you know, we've seen Zach Evans dress for games and not play. I expect he'll at least dress. But uh, dealing with a concussion issue, you know, it, it's anybody's guess. Sometimes you get out of protocol in three or four days. Sometimes it's three or four weeks. We just don't know. Right, right. Anything, anybody else that may not be available this you week? Know, Really and truly, they used that open date to get healthy. And uh, they're pretty healthy right now. So, have you ever seen anything like Quinshawn Judkins? I mean, Deuce had a nice freshman year, but nothing compared to this. Um, I I just really can't think of, I'm not sure I can think of a running back in the state of Mississippi, but, uh, you know, He's the most talented no. freshman running back in the country, and he's one of the most talented regardless of age. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of funny. Dolan back the years here, but he kind of reminds me of a young Herschel Walker a little bit. I mean, you know, they, they just feed him the ball, and he eats up the yardage. And, you know, he doesn't he, – he kind of ran out of gas because, look, they used his legs to march down the field last week on that final drive against Alabama – and then they got in a hole where they had to throw the football um, and couldn't use him down on the goal line. But, you know, the kid, he tokes it 25, 30 times a game sometimes. And uh, he, his last run is always as hard as his first run. And uh, great vision um, and, and just so difficult to bring down. And that's where I kind of 
kind of relate him a little bit to Herschel that was so hard to bring down. Uh, you, you know, he's had an incredible year uh, to win the Connerly Trophy, I think. And, um, you know, we'll 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 see what happens with uh, Quinshawn afterwards. I mean, hopefully he's going to be in Oxford toting the mail for the next two years. All right, I'm betting you a, uh, I don't know, a sandwich or a pizza at Proud Larry's that I think, I agree, look, Judkins is worthy, but I think it's going to be hard to beat Shador Sanders and what he's done at Jackson State this year. Yeah, he's done a lot on a different level of football. <clears throat> There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, I, I vote on the Connerly Trophy, and they tell you, you know, NFL projections and all that, throw that out the window. You don't want all that in, in your vote. And um, Shador's had a great year. There's no doubt about it. He's also probably the popular choice, so to speak. But if you want to talk about who ought to win it, Quinshawn ought to win the Heisman, uh, the, the Connerly. Not going to the Heisman yet. Not yet. He's a uh, phenomenal talent. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. DJ David Johnson, OleMiss.247sports.com on the Yingling Lager guest line. David, we appreciate it. Big, 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 big game this weekend. We'll talk soon. All right, folks. Thank you. That was good. David Johnson, not shying away from the, the lane rumors to Auburn. Um, Blake, I think that'll only continue to build. Uh, do you put stock in him not coming out and saying anything? Like, is silence no, an answer? No, no one does. I, 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 I mean, because if he Nick came, Saban doesn't look around at jobs, so he doesn't have to do this, correct, right? Correct. Kirby Smart's not looking around at jobs because he's at Georgia. Correct. Brian Kelly, now that he is at LSU, he's not going to get this. Some people but, might say he out, wasn't at Notre Dame, although he was. <laughs> yeah, well, he did a wonderful job at no, Notre No, no, I'm saying looking at jobs. Oh, people yeah, would have said, yeah, oh, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. looking at jobs at Notre Dame. No, but, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and look, he made the right move. Okay? Heck yeah. You know, he, get, he has an opportunity now to win a national championship, or maybe two. If, let's just say Brian Kelly's there for 10 years. He has an opportunity to, to win one to two national titles, which is un incredible top one percent okay so at those jobs you don't get asked yep even at florida yep okay if billy nate you know if billy napier goes let's say he gets this thing really going next year and goes 10 and 2 mm-hmm. there's nowhere to go correct not in college football that's correct. not a shot at ole miss because ole miss mississippi state arkansas south carolina um there's a few other programs. You know, Florida State-type programs. You can win. You can win big. But the bottom line is if you win big at one of those programs, uh, and Steve Spurrier was an exception because of his age, and he wasn't going to leave again uh, when he was at South Carolina, you're going to get courted, and you're going to be asked, and yep. you're not going to say, yep, Anything. Yes. You know, what are you supposed to say? To base off that argument, Boy, too, I, I really appreciate Jimmy Sexton letting me know that Auburn was interested, but yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Well, I, well, think, what it, what I it, think what people want to hear is, is Lane. Oh, heck the, no, I'm not going The head period. coach. Well, you'd love to hear that, but you don't even get that. I think what people like to hear is we're focused on winning against Arkansas, and that's what we care about, and I'm not worried I about outside distractions, right? 
People just want a reassurance. Right. We want the guarantee. And I think that's what he said. Um, I think interesting point, too, because when we talk about this, there's a big ongoing debate right now about what's better, Auburn football or Ole Miss football in terms of the job, and is there actually this big gap, or is that just perceived and yada, yada? Well, here's what we forget in sports. It doesn't have to be a big gap. To be a gap that matters. Okay. Also, Auburn has won a national championship in the 2000s. And played for one. And played for one. And should have played for another one when they got robbed of being okay. undefeated. And, yeah. and, and I know Ole Miss is excited about their two wins, as they should be in 14 and 15 over Bama. Auburn's won more yes. than that over Bama. Correct. Okay, and Auburn has beat Georgia. Yes. Okay. And you know what else doesn't happen? And they've happen? been to the SEC championship game several times. And Ole Miss has it. You know what happens at Auburn, or what doesn't happen at Auburn that happens at Ole Miss? When you're winning, you don't get looked at at Auburn to go take another job either. That's the difference. It's still one of the top jobs. It is. It's not top five, six, seven, but it's top 15. And then it really just depends on, you know, what you want and what you're looking for. People are coming at us on the Ag Up Equipment text line that it's dysfunctional. It is, but I got to go back to another. They've done three things. Yep. They've trumped Ole Miss in three things. Played for two national championships, won one. Been to the SEC championship game several times. Yep. And they beat Bama even more than yeah. you. Won a Heisman. I mean, they've done it and all. And Cam won yeah. a Heisman. Yeah. And, and what I've always and said they have, is... And then Ole Miss has a lot of money. Yes. Auburn has more. Correct. So it, the gap doesn't have to be... From Charleston, South Carolina to London, England. No, it it just needs to be from Charleston, South Carolina down to Miami. And and I think also what you got to remember is dysfunction is is tough. But when the right leader manages dysfunction, all that energy harnessed becomes a force to be reckoned with. That's right. And Lane doesn't care about any of the old guard. Well, maybe the question we should be asking is how Saban esque is Lane Kiffin, and neither does John Cohen. Lane Kiffin may be the perfect guy to walk in there and do what he Saban and Kirby have done. Go again. He wants to be right in the middle of Saban and Kirby because he believes, and he's he be, is, he's, better than he's better. a better coach. Now, can he get all the pieces in place and recruit well enough through the portal and high school recruiting? I don't know. I don't know. He's better at quarterbacks than either man. He's better at offensive play calling. And then he's kind of better at, not kind of, he's better at branding. And cool factor. Then now Saban and Smart don't have to do as much because of where they are, but Auburn's not light years behind Bama. We'll see though. Um, the Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next John Deere tractor at AgUp Equipment. AgUp.com. Locations in Canton and Pearl, 18 more around the state of Mississippi. AgUp.com for your next John Deere tractor. Managing your farm your family land, or your hunting camp. That starts and ends with a John Deere tractor from Ag Up Equipment. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is also brought to you by Wint McGee, MortgageManMS.com. MortgageManMS.com.